I think it's only right that we give this one a double bill. You know, I asked a question in the previous segment, episode, call it as you will, about what house would you like to build? And I think I ended saying, what home would you like to build? Or what does your home look like? Or what home would you want? What is a home? And I knew that these are questions that I think we should kind of touch back on. And I think it only it's only right, and I feel rather, I feel like it's only right that we make this a double bill. So in this question I'd like to ask is, you know, what is a home? Or what is home to you? And I'd like to go back to a, a story, actually. Uh, you know, I had this um, conversation I had. Um, in fact, before I even share that with you, I had already made these two conversations about a month ago, actually. But I wasn't pleased. I think I listened to it a couple of times. You know, I played it to Marge as well. And for one, they were they were they were relatively quite long. But I don't think, and I wasn't happy with them. And that was okay for me not to be happy with them. You know. And I think even on the topic of homes or houses, if you are, you know, you make a blueprint and you may not be happy with it, it's okay to not like it and it's okay to go back to the drawing board. And I feel like it's important that we remember that whether it's we're building a house or we have an idea we'd like to bring out, maybe a, a new song, a poem, a book, the way that we might a technique when we're dancing maybe we don't like the step or the two step I wouldn't know I can't dance so I, I can't even give one in regards to that but it's okay to go back to the drawing board and that's what I did but let me begin with my story last year when I had the honour of being a part of the Sewing Roots um, exhibition which took place at the Garden Museum which explored Caribbean garden heritage I know I bang on a lot about this but it's, you know, it's something that's really close to my heart. I had the honour of um, being photographed by a gentleman known as Federico. And Federico was born... And, you know, my, my, my memory escapes me. So, he was born in one country. His parents are from another country. He moved around a lot. And he also, you know, he was living here at one point, and now he's living here, where we were at the time, London. But all of this had come out after I'd asked him, what is home to you? You know, last year I was, for a few years now, I've often been asked the question, where is home, or where is back home, or oh, I'm going back home, you know, and for me, I know where home is, you know, I, I say, yeah, I'm going back home, I'm going to Ghana. But I remember asking him, like, what is home to you? And he said, you know, obviously he shared with me how he's moved around a lot. And so he doesn't even really know what back home is. It's a multitude of homes. But he said that for him, home is himself. Because that is the most, that's, that's where you live in 24-7, yourself. You know. But that's where you are, you know, regardless of whatever land you traverse on carrying yourself it's your home so how do you cultivate that home 
I think this kind of touches on the structure thing that I spoke about. You know, so when he said to me that my home is me, I was taken aback. He didn't give a country or a city or a place or a neighborhood. He said himself, you know. And so I asked that question to you guys. You know, I asked you first, what house, what does your house look like? But now I'm asking, what does your home look like? You know, what would you want a home to be? If it is that, you know, for some people it may not be that. I think I also want to draw from another experience. So I, again, I had the honor of being a subject in a documentary, you know, put together by um, two amazing women, you know, my sisters, Natasha Cordo and Cheyenne Redford. And, you know, being a part of that documentary was me and my brother Darren, you know, and me and Darren have had a history of migration and being between two worlds a lot of the time. You know, Darren's from Hong Kong. And, you know, this situation of migration and moving around and often feeling like we're in limbo or being a part of the diaspora often plays in that question of what is home. You know, I think looking at these two different examples, you know, um, of what is home, but then also thinking to myself that home doesn't necessarily need to be a place. You know, oftentimes I hear folks saying that home is my family, my peoples, my people then. And if that is the case, the same question that I asked about your house is, how do you keep a home? Is a home something that you keep? Is it something that if it goes, you can always find another one? Is it replaceable? And if it isn't replaceable, how do you continue to allow that home to grow? How do you keep that home sustainable? And maybe I'm repeating myself, you know. And I think if I am, that's also okay. I think for me personally, a home or a tradition that I would like to build, especially for the people around me, um, I'd want it to be a place of transparency. I know we often say, yeah, be transparent with me. We do that. But I think there's a lot of ease that comes with being transparent. And for a lot of people, you know, often, you know, we've grown up in situations where we've not been able to do that out of fear of being a bother or troublesome or a hindrance. But I think there's no greater duty that we owe to ourselves to allow ourselves to just speak how we feel. And I know what, you know, we often, we might encounter that there's conflict. And I, you know, as someone, I mean, I have a song called All Conflicts Aside, <laughs> you know, and that's something that I've been battling with and understanding that I can't always avoid conflict. You know, I often speak to my, my brother Russ sometimes and we had a conversation once and it was like, even within conflict, there is harmony and in harmony, there's conflict. It's a dance. And sometimes you have to dance and sometimes you make mistakes even when you're dancing. So coming back to that point about conflict and, you know, being transparent, I think for me, it's like understanding that it's all right to not avoid what may come but facing it on and understanding that in in hindsight that short process of 
you know, maybe digging up soil or digging this up or something that's quite hard to to do saves you from a longer stretch of time where you keep something in and it festers and festers and festers until finally it comes out and when it does come out the damage is willing for people all around you you know I think I want to leave it here but before I do go one of my biggest lessons that I've learned as of late is you know I, I remember me and Solo were talking my brother Solo we were talking one time and you know the question was asked like do you think you're a good person and for me I don't think I don't think I'm a good person Oh, shocker I don't think I'm a good person but I don't think I'm a bad person either I'm just human and I think there's the capacity to do good and the capacity to do bad and for me once I realised that I don't have to play hero all the time. I realize even in me trying to be hero all the time, I often end up being the bad person anyway and doing more harm to myself and those around me. But realizing that sometimes you just may have to, you know, in everyone's story and all the heroes, sometimes you are the villain. And that's also okay. And in the long term, it speaks health. I don't think I have anything else to say. But thank you all for taking time to come down to a war and all. Slim note. I promise I, I probably won't take long. I probably will take long to come back with another episode. Who knows? But I hope you enjoyed this one. Love.